Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, week number nine, our final show of the season as the uh, regular season completed last night as we lean towards the um, postseason and sectional next week. Once again, our sponsors are Adams Moral Hospital as our host, the uh, serving breakfast for us each week here at the West End Restaurant, another sponsor along with Mind's Eye Graphics, Adams Woodcrest, and Graber Insurance. In games, area games last night in the uh, conferences that we cover, East Noble defeated Belmont 42-0 in our game of the week. Norwell had a come-from-behind victory uh, to beat Columbus City after spotting them 21 points, and the final score of that was 45-34. Leo defeated Calb 38-0. New Haven uh, 41-7 over Huntington North. Adam Central defeated Woodland 41-6. Bluffton defeated Lakeland 35-6. In Fort Wayne games, Snyder defeated uh, Bishop Lewis 35-13. Carroll 56 over Wayne's 12. Northside 14, Concordia 7. Homestead 41, Southside 0. Bishop Doinger 41-0 over Northrop. <clears throat> Garrett defeated Central Noble 28-21. Fremont defeated Westdale 49-22. Prairie Heights 34-0 over West Noble. Eastside defeated Angola 42-7. Fairfield defeated Cherubusco 24-6. Warsaw 35-17 over Concord. Wawasee defeated Goshen 37-21. And Wabash defeated Whitco 41-24. With that, I'm going to send it back to the studio to Steve Gagel running aboard for me as he does each Saturday morning. And uh, we'll be back with our first coach, Michael Mosier, on his phone call in right after this. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251. One East Water Street in Burn. Forget the busy times and start thinking about leisure times. Adams Woodcrest is about enjoying retirement. With no maintenance waiting at home, you're free to do the things you've dreamed of for years. It's time to start living again. It's easy to call Adams Woodcrest your new home. For visits and tours of Adams Woodcrest Retirement Community, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, please call 260-728-3989. Woodcrest, member Adams Health Network. Exceptional care, close to you. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent, someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graber Insurance, Highway 27 North in Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items, a Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers, and we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Welcome back to the Leach Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show. 
I'm uh, now joined by uh, Coach Michael Mosier of the uh, Adam Central Flying Jets. And, uh, Michael, uh, you took on the Woodland team last night that we've uh, seen a couple times this season, and uh, they're really struggling to uh, build that program back up. But they have a, a new coach that has some things that he wants to uh, get accomplished, and uh, he's going to try and bring that team back to where it needs to be. Yeah, they just don't have the talent that they used to have. I mean, that's that's their their biggest problem. Um, I, I think they played hard. Um, they gave us fits at times, um, uh, offensively and defensively, and uh, I think we'll be will be a good team in the future. They just they just did not have the talent that that uh, they they've had uh, in in the past. They really struggled a little bit this year, and 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 that was that was evident last night. But our kids did play hard. Uh, we did eliminate a lot of mistakes that we we had uh, in the past. I think we played pretty much uh, mistake-free, which I was really happy about. Uh, we played penalty-free for the most part, which I was happy about as well. And, and the kids just played played real hard, which I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we were able to do that going into the postseason. This is how we need to be, be playing. So we did, we did take a step from, uh, from Twin Lakes two weeks ago, at least from eliminating a lot of mistakes. thought we played a lot better on both sides of the ball. And I thought we played real well, um, even having a week off, um, because that was that, w- that was very tough. Um, you know, I know that we struggled. We did struggle this week in, in practice uh, several times, trying to get things going and, and, and starting practice. And you know, not being in school is is also a challenge. And so, I thought, despite all those challenges, um, not having a game, not being in school. Uh, I thought they came out and played real hard, and, and I was really proud of them. Um, who was your uh, rushing leaders last night? We saw a couple of stats come across, showed that Hirely had some yeah. touchdowns for you, and uh, probably back to that uh, yeah, same form you had last uh, all season long. Yeah, um, I, I believe, uh, looking at it this morning, uh, Nick uh, Newtswonder had about 140 yards, um, and uh, Blake had, uh, I believe, a little bit under than that. So both those guys did. Uh, real well. Uh, let me see. I have it right here. Oh, I'm sorry. Knew we had about 115 and Hirely had 104. Um, so there it is. Those guys did did real well for us. And I thought, uh, passing wise, I thought Ryan Black did a really good job. I think we were four for five. Um, so you know, with maybe about 80 80 yards, 70 80 yards. So that was really good for us as well to be able to connect and and we've been kind of struggling in our, our passing game as of late so to see that come around uh, I was really pleased uh four passes uh five passes on the night for that that's a big passing <laughs> night for Adam Central <laughs> it is it is and, well, we were, and we were four for five so hey you know so Lisa, a, if, you're pass, if you're gonna pass if you're gonna pass be successful at it I guess but uh that's right right um, you know You've uh, a Woodland team that just really did not have a, a real awesome offensive presence, uh, at least when we saw them play at South Adams. Uh, your yeah. defense must have stepped up and uh, played pretty tough as uh, last night that game was uh, you just gave up six points to Woodland. Yeah, and, and they did. And, and, and that's with without Alex Curry. Uh, we haven't had him now for two games, and, and uh, we feel good that he'll be back next week. Again, we've been resting him and, and with that high ankle sprain. So we didn't have him. Uh, and Gavin Cook, uh, one of our, our safeties went down with a broken arm in the first quarter. So we, we just, we've just hit the, the injury bug this year and can't seem to, to shake it. Just, you know, hope that we can continue to be okay in that, 
in that respect. So uh, we're still kind of waiting to see what uh, what kind of break it is for him and and see what that looks like. But it, it looks probably not good for him for the rest of the season. So that means, you know, guy number two needs to step up and, and here we go and get kids ready to play. And that's the game of football. And uh, we're going to have to deal with it. You know, that's one thing that with uh, Curry going down with the ankle sprain uh, kind of yeah. lets uh, Nui highlight his skills. Uh, we saw him yep. with a big run from scrimmage yep. like in the first series last week. And um, that, that's one of those things that uh, maybe you don't really know a guy's potential until he has uh-huh. to step up and it's like, okay, here's yeah. the limelight. And you see if he's going to succeed or if he's not going to succeed. And I think you've had good success from Nui in that position. Yeah, and I think I think that, that builds for the for the future here, the rest of this year and, and even, even into next year. You know, we had talked about um, – him in the past about maybe moving him there and and just never did and and then with Alex going down it was just okay let's try it and I think he has done real well and I think as we look uh, into next week and the week after hopefully that uh, you know with him and Alex there we have uh, a little bit more speed on both ends uh, and uh, have a little bit more of a, a package that we can we can put together and and we still also then have some some depth with Mason Daru. Uh, who's uh, still going to be used quite quite uh, significantly here as well. So it just it just gives us some good options. And, and speaking of Mason, I thought Mason did real well for us too. He had a couple of big runs, and and he's kind of our main our main blocking back, and does does a lot of things that we need him to be able to do. And Mason has just done a, a great job for us. So, uh, Coach, uh, you pulled a, you drew a uh, Fremont team that you've already played once this season for yeah. the first round of sectional. So. At least you have some uh, film and you have some experience with that uh, going into your first round of sectional game. Uh, what right. preparations do you have to make? Uh, any changes different that you have to make uh, for that game? Yeah, well, I, I, the good news is I think both teams, and, and you know, speaking for ourselves, we're, we're better than what we were game one, and that's that's a plus. But that's also um, you know a difficult thing that you have to face because you know that Fremont's better as well. So you know, it's it's a double edged sword, but. You know, we have to look at them again, and we have to we have to be able to do do the things better than what we did the first time. It's always a difficult thing to uh, face a team twice in a year, you know. And and I think they they would feel that you know they're going to do a lot better than what they did the first time against us. And and you know we we don't change a whole lot, so you know our offense is what it is, and so they they're going to make changes and they're going to probably come out with a better defensive scheme than what they had against us the first time. And we have to be ready for that, you know. So uh, our kids have to practice hard this week, and we have to take Fremont very seriously. It's always difficult to know that, you know, okay, we beat a team rather handily in game one. Uh, we'll we'll do it again. And you can't, you cannot go in with that mentality. You have to go in with, uh, hey, they're better, and they're going to be better, and you have to be able to work on yourself as well. Uh, to prepare yourself for what you're going to face. And it's a long bus ride again. So all those are factors that we have to really work hard at eliminating mistakes and, and playing hard and and uh, coaching our kids up and um, see what we can do. Well, the other coach, Mosher, is probably out listening in his truck on his way in this morning, but uh, he experienced that last last year in a regional. You know, he defeated you pretty handily during the regular right. season and come back, and uh, it was a whole different game uh, in a regional. But uh, that's one thing that, that golf coaches have to uh, prepare for yeah. and, and not let their team get complacent and uh, play each game as if it's a win you got to make. And now you're into the, the postseason. Uh, you win this game or you're done for the season. 
Yeah, and you throw in COVID, and it can happen even before, you know. So it it is a whole new monster. Uh, you know, as coaches, you, you are constantly preaching in the postseason, you know, one day, one week at a time. That's your focus, and it is more than ever now because, you know, talked about last night, you know, this is we, – we made it right before the game. You know, my, my speech is, hey, the moment is now. Guys, we, we love this game. Um, we have an opportunity right now. We don't know. You know, it, it really is. We don't know if this is our last, and it could be. They could just pull the plug and say, okay, we're done. Um, I, I hope that's not the case. Um, but really taking every day and making it special, every game making it special is really what we have to do during this time because – uh, it's what we got. <laughs> well, we have definitely we have definitely seen that. Uh, I saw a tweet tweet come out yesterday that uh, one of the soccer regionals, uh, uh, Northwood, was, has been passed into the championship because the team they were supposed to play in the semifinals yeah. uh, had to cancel. Yeah. Out. And this morning we get a we get yeah. a update that uh, Adam Central's girls volleyball team advances to the finals tonight because uh, the team they were supposed to play uh, had to forfeit. So. It, it I happened. Didn't, I it, didn't know that. It yeah, happens e- each week, so that has kind of changed my schedule. So I, I, since uh, we uh, know that yeah. one other Adams County school has made it in the finals or at Bluffton, we will cover that um, sectional championship game from Bluffton tonight because it it could be South Adams versus Adams Central in the finals. But yeah. uh, but coach, yeah. it, we talk about it all season long. It's like you hope you get to this season. I mean, early right. in the, early in the year, you get, we didn't know if we were going to make it to the sectional. Um, I think we've made it to the sectional. How it goes from here, I guess we kind of play it by ear. But uh, like I say, it's, yeah. it's one game at a time. You, you you prepare for the next team and and wait and hope you don't get that phone call last minute. You do, you do, and and it is you're you're constantly playing, you know, with this foreboding cloud hanging over your head that you just try to keep swatting away as much as possible, and and it's it's always lingering. So you just got to keep keep ahead of it. You know, you got to keep doing the things that you need to do. You need to be preaching to the kids about, you know, being being as smart as you can in, in this particular time, you know, wear your mask and social distance and avoid large groups and do the things that you need to do to be able to keep the season going to keep everybody healthy and just and really just, you know, pray God's protection on your team and that we can finish up and these seniors can finish up in the right way. And that's what we want. You know, we, we, we wanna go if we go out of the tournament, you wanna you wanna do it playing a game you don't want to be pulled by by COVID that's that's what every coach's wish is for sure so coach you touched on seniors want you to quickly run through that list of seniors that uh, are starting their final uh, tournament run here for you yeah we've had a, a good group of seniors um I've been really pleased with with who they are and and what and what they're doing um Joseph Collier has been uh, a big rock for us he's one of our captains uh, Mason Drew is, is another who has uh, played on both sides of the ball and, and done outstanding for us. Um, Braden Light uh, is our center and our long snapper and has done uh, superb uh, for us as well. I'm really excited to see him uh, really, really blossom into a really good player. He's had to work really hard. Um, Chase Green is uh, another one of our seniors, and he has – He's also done great on, on both sides of the ball for us at receiver and, and uh, um, cornerback. And he too, and those, those are our four captains. And we've had a lot of other seniors, too, that have really stepped up. Cole Beamer, uh, Hunter Johnson, 
uh, has done great for us. Hunter works special teams quite a bit. Chance Jacobs uh, plays on both sides of the ball, uh, offensive guard and, and tackle, defensive tackle. James Myers and Tyler Price, uh, Josh Smith um, have also been, been real good for us. Josh has, you know, unfortunately had a, a season-ending injury and has been away from us and um, just is, is working hard at getting back. There's a chance he may get back, but we're still not sure. Uh, Caleb Sheets, too, is, uh, has worked hard for us and done well. Um, and so these, these group of seniors have all stepped up and, and did what we've done, what we've asked them to do, and, and we just hope that they can have an opportunity to finish out their season. Well, uh, as uh, always, we appreciate your calling in. Um, it's it's one of those things in preparation that, uh, or the cautions, precautions that you want to take that uh, to help keep your team safe. And technically, we've been able to to pull it off. The only the only bad part is that each week we sit here and eat uh, wonderful breakfast at West End, and you sit home and eat your uh, your peanut butter bagel like you used to have. But yeah, crazy. But uh, we do appreciate you uh, calling in each week, and uh, we. Sh- we wish you luck uh, next week in your game. Our game of the week, we're going to cover uh, Belmont at home versus Oak Hill. That uh, We uh, hope you have mm-hmm. a successful uh, uh, game up at Fremont next week for the first round of sectional. And uh, with that, uh, I'm going to send it back to the studio to uh, Steve Gable on the board, and we appreciate you calling in, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Hi, this is Kent at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Know the warning signs. Know the difference and get help fast. Call 911 immediately if you experience these symptoms of stroke. Numbness or weakness of face, arm, or leg. Trouble speaking or seeing. Dizziness or loss of balance. Sudden severe headache. Symptoms of heart attack including chest pain, lightheadedness, nausea, jaw, neck, stomach, or back pain, pain in the arm or shoulder, or shortness of breath. Don't take a chance with your health. Allow Adams Memorial Hospital to safely serve you. Our dedicated professional staff can move your sorta idea into print reality. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 West Commerce Drive, Decatur. And I know how sometimes you know what your screen printing should look like, but well, How do you get that image on a shirt or a blanket or a towel? Here at Mind's Eye Graphics, we make your idea real. Stop and talk to one of our staff because if you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent, someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graeber Insurance, Highway 27 North in Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. The Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, hosted here uh, hosted by Amsmore Hospital, but our breakfast is served here at West End Restaurant. Uh, also, Mind's Eye Graphic is a 
title sponsor, along with Adams Woodcrest and Graber Insurance. And uh, as I mentioned before, this is our final week of the season, uh, last coach's show of the, of the year, and uh, we do appreciate West End's uh, hospitality. And I'm now joined by Coach Nick Hall of the uh, Belmont Braves. And, uh, Nick, uh, you got a got a couple of assistant coaches here with you today, uh, both of them eating some breakfast. And uh, one's a big assistant coach and one's a little assistant coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the little one's my, my son Hudson. He's about two years old. He thinks he's assistant coach, so. Well, I tell you what, he was he was unhappy until those scrambled eggs showed up, and uh, he's he's quite satisfied he, now. He's up about two hours too early, so <laughs> I think Daniel's up two hours too early as well. He, <laughs> he's got that look on his face. But uh, um, you went up to East Noble last night, and uh, you played against a, a a pretty tough East Noble team, and uh, they always have size and and, and uh, ability. And uh, the one thing that stuck out for me was uh, Brad Miller's nephew that. Uh, Christopher Hood uh, was six foot eight, three hundred and twenty pounds. Uh, he was he was quite the force. And uh, a couple of times I saw uh, uh, Kyle Kukohan was just getting hammered, but he he just kept fighting like a dog. Yeah, I mean that kid's that's a big kid. He's, that's that's the biggest lineman in our conference. <laughs> He's six eight, three twenty, like you said. Um, but yeah, Kyle was going up against him all night. He'd get knocked down. He'd get right back up. Though. I mean, he was balanced butt off. We put uh, Dylan Velez out there a couple of times. I saw Dylan and going against he's him. He's about a quarter of his size, and there's a couple of times he did get around him. But yeah, I mean, that's a big kid. So you know, that's the thing. I mean, he's big, but he's not real quick. And I saw you guys get around him a few times. But one time I did see that uh, Gabe, Gabe Roman shoots on a on a stunt, comes in on a on a blitz, and uh, Hood takes him into the backfield, ten feet away from anything, and just drills him to the ground and laid on him. Fell and you and you couldn't even see Roman. <laughs> he was just. Yeah. Cole yeah, engulfed. He's a big kid, that's and for sure. actually, it was a holding call. I, I was looking for a holding call because I think it was like on one of their touchdown runs. But uh, yeah, they, they're not going to call that at, at East Noble's home. But uh, yeah. uh, once again, your your uh, your main rusher, Joe Laughlin, uh, you set him out last night. He's kind of working on a little tweaking on a little injury, but uh, your your backs uh, were in there trying to get some yards, just not a lot up in the middle. Uh, no, I mean, it opened up a little bit there in the second half. We had a couple of decent runs. But, yeah, we sat Joe out last night. Um, you know, just – I mean, if this is the first round of sectionals or conference championship game, he would have been out there playing. But we we set him out. We didn't want to, you know, aggravate any more than what it needs to be. So, you know, we just sat him out last night. And But, no, we had a couple of guys that ran the ball hard. We, I mean, our uh, our JV running back, Isaac Botkins, we put him there toward the end of the game. He broke off like a – 50-something yard run. I mean, the kid, run, he runs hard. He's built to play fullback. I mean, yeah, his backer ran hard. Uh, a couple of our freshmen, Keegan Martin, Aiden Miller, they both ran the ball hard there at slot. Um, John Allman had a couple good reads there, in the, there mm-hmm. in the second half once we figure out our blocking situation there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there wasn't much going on up the middle there. I mean, they were pretty much <laughs> – plugging yeah. the gaps and just shooting down. So I think I think you look you're looking for that 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 uh, slot back that's got some speed that can get to the outside edge in the corner, beat the corner because it looked like the. I mean, every time they try and get the corner, the defense had, had uh, pursued out to the side, and you you just need that flashy fast back that uh, to get you out around the edge. Yeah, we also need to be able to block on the edge a little <laughs> bit better though too. Yeah, that goes uh, with it. It makes those guys look faster when it, somebody it blocks does, for them. It, it does. You as a running back, you make the blocker. The guy's blocking right every time, but uh, right now we're not doing a very good job there on the edge. Um, we we got to clean it up here for this week because we got to get our tosses going and we got to get our middle game running and stuff like that. So now um, you pulled uh, uh, 
Oak Hill for your first round sectional game. You're playing that at home, and that's going to be our game of the week that we cover. And uh, have you did some scouting on that Oak Hill team to see what uh, they have in store for you? Yeah, we watched a couple games on them. Um, I mean, they run a similar offense to what AC runs. Um, they have a running back who can he can run a little bit. Their main um, go-to guy is a running back. He's a sophomore, number 12. I mean, he gets about 80% of the touches. Um, they have like a 6'5 tight end type kid that they'll split out receiver, just pretty much throw it up to him when we get it. Uh, I mean, they're, they're a very aggressive, well-coached team. Like I told you last week, their coach has been there for like 23, 24 years. He's been there that long for a reason. I mean, he's been pretty successful. He gets the kids to play hard and stuff like that. So, I mean, it'll be a challenge. But like I told you last week as well, they don't play the type of teams that we yeah. play. I mean, our, they, our schedule prepares us here for the postseason. So. You know, they they could be an 0-9 team if they played in the N8 as well. So, uh, Or if their first two games this season are Adams Central and South Adams. That, uh, I mean, you didn't get to take on that uh, challenge this year because you were uh, kind of had a delayed start. But uh, those are things that uh, – you're in the conference you're in. You just don't go out and change conferences. So you you try and live up to to getting that level. And I, I think you've your numbers this year from the beginning of the season to where you are now have come up to the point where I think you've uh, you've got some buy in and you got some more kids coming out to think that they want to turn Belmont football back into something great. Sure, yeah, I, I think some of these kids have really bought into what we're doing. Um, I mean, if they weren't buying into, it, I don't think they'd be out here every week, you know, busting their butt to try to win a game. I mean, they're. <laughs> They're they're really playing hard, so uh I think he was saying these scrambled eggs are really good. That's what he was saying. He, well, he, said, did, he just cleared the plate. Yeah, so. he's cleared the plate. He's looking for round two. He needs round two of those scrambled eggs. Give Daniel, give him some of your skillet there. Give him <laughs> give him some of your skillet. No, no jalapenos, Daniel. Jalapeno. No jalapenos, Daniel. Daniel Meyer, uh, he's uh, helping take care of Hudson over there. But uh Nick, uh, as you uh come into this season, uh you have some seniors that have uh, really came out and uh have endured some uh, some tough times for the Braves over the last four seasons. Who are some of the seniors that uh, have really stepped up and helped lead this team for you? Uh, seniors, looking at seniors, we have Gabe Roman, um, been there all four years. Conrad Dyer, been there all four years. Kyle Kuglon, been there all four years. Um, Dylan Andrews came back out this year after sitting out last year. Um, Mason Murphy came out back out this year for his third year. Um we missing here. Carson Freak came out this year. Uh, glad to have him out there. Um, who, who am I missing? Oh, Colt Noonan, his fourth year out there. Um, Grace Scheinman's a senior. She came out and kicked for us this year. Uh, boy, hopefully I don't miss anybody here. Um, I don't think I'm missing anybody. Uh, I think that's that 12 of them. I think oh. so. Yeah, Anthony Williams is his fourth yeah. year as well. Okay. So, but yeah, um, th- those guys have been out there all four years: Dyer, Roman, uh, Kugelhan, um, Williams. I mean, those guys have been out there. They've been Noonan. I mean, those guys have been out there four years, really, just taking a beating every year, every every day. And I mean, they get out back out there and they practice hard. They've really be turned into some pretty good leaders for us. Uh, um, I mean, it takes a lot. I mean, I think it says a lot about their character. You know coming out there every year and playing football. I mean, you can tell they love playing football. There's a reason yeah. why they're out there playing. So I mean, you can be on an 0-9 team and not care uh, and just make the things worse, But or you can come out there and, and give every everything you got. And you know that uh, the postseason, uh, the 
the last two games that the Belmont Braves have won have been sectional wins uh, a couple years ago. And so I, I guess you look for the end of the season and I think, okay, I'm, I'm playing schools a little bit closer to my size and, uh, you know, we can have some success here in the postseason. Sure. I think you look back at our schedule. Our schedule really prepares us for the postseason. Um, like you said, our first two games are AC South Adams or 1A powerhouses. Then you have our conference, which is a grind every week. Um, but, yeah, our last two wins were – in sectionals against Garrett and then Concordia. Um, so hopefully we can do the same thing this year. Um, but, yeah, our, I mean, our schedule's a tough schedule. <laughs> so so as you look at this, I kind of asked you before the game last night, uh, I know the season hasn't hasn't came out the way you wanted to, but uh, do you think there's things that you've done in your first season here as a coach that you know what you need to do in your in your next season's coming up? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we need to get some more kids out for sure. There you go. There's um, your there's your play. There's your plug for new kids to come out if they're out there <laughs> listening today. Yeah, we need to get some more kids out for sure. Um, I mean, having more kids out there, like we tell the kids, like it's it's nice having guys we can go just one way. Every team we're playing is a one way team. Um, but no, I I thought you know our defense came around a little bit this year. Um, you look at both of our scoring average from offense and defense. Their our scoring average on offense, even though it's not very much, it's up from last year. Our our uh, defensive average is down from last year even though, I mean, it's still up there to where we don't want it to be. Um, so I think in that aspect of it, that's a plus. So, um, but, yeah, moving forward, I mean, we just <laughs> we'll get more kids out there, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. we're going to be losing 12 seniors here. We need to bring in at, least, in at least 12 freshmen. I'd like to have 15 kids per class next year, so that's the plan. Well, I did see some uh, I did see some uh, freshmen's, uh, freshmen out on the field last night in that second half, and uh, they were they were battling. I, I saw where you had some uh, young guys on the kickoff team uh, trying to get them exposed to the on-field uh, thing, and uh, uh, you said your junior high had been had some success this year, and uh, maybe that's something that to build that junior high up and help bring it up and get that program to feed your uh, high school program. Yeah, we put – I'm trying to think how we had, we had – Dylan Velez, Braylon Brown, Keegan Martin, Ada Miller, Bo Davis was out there, Coleman Davis. I mean, they were all out there playing at some point last night, and I think they were, they really enjoyed being out there on the field on a Friday night. That's the first time for some of those kids to be out there on a Friday night. So, And I did see that uh, – I did see the uh, kickoff in the last one, uh, Scooter Brewer. Scooter Brewer Scooter was Brewer, there, yeah. No yeah. relation to me. I, I do know the young I, man. I, but I figured uh, that was your, no, your nephew. No, um, no relation to me, but uh, – a little game jitters as that first kickoff come down to him and kind of bobbled a little yeah, bit. And you know, he he's really turned into quite the player. Um, he comes out every day and he he works real hard. Uh, he has a speed that he could probably be a pretty decent return return guy for us. And you know, we had the chance to put him in there. Let's see what you can do, Scooter. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't a, a big return, but you know, he got some positive yards out of it. So, yeah. Well, as always, uh, we wish you luck next week in your first round of sectional, and I. I do know that you've uh, enjoyed your breakfast here at West End each week. And uh, like I said, this is our final week. So uh, get your food to go because uh, it's your last free eats for the season, guys. But uh, uh, you did uh, hand a hand headset to Coach Meyer there. I'm going to interview him real quick here. <laughs> Daniel's going to he's gonna have to come around the table here. <laughs> So Daniel, as as the defensive coordinator, um, you're one of these young guys that uh, you've been with the program for a while. What's it like to have one of your teammates, uh, Nick, be the head coach, and uh, you and Bussy, and uh, kind of build that program out? What 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 do you think is ahead for this Belmont team? Um, 
I think there's a lot of good things ahead. Nick's done a really good job of promoting the program as he came in, even with such short notice. He's gotten a lot of guys to come out. I think there's a lot of good things ahead as long as we can keep that same path going upwards, trending our numbers upwards, and having more consistency with the kids coming out. Mm-hmm. And is is that something you think? Uh, I mean, you've you've gotten some support from the community, and I think that can do. We can just get better uh, to build that uh, more community support. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, let's talk with a lot of different people. I think we're going to try to get more people involved with our youth football. And just try to build it from ground up. Because right now, it's like our youth football, our middle school, and our high school are all separated. Yeah, That's not what you need. You need them all connected all the way through. But uh, I think it's something that's uh, leaning uh, in a good direction. I think it's something that uh, this group of kids, uh, young coaches, I call you kids because you're kids. But uh, <laughs> it's one of those things that uh, I, I know that uh, as a program, you guys are going to build it up. Well, thank you. And uh, I, hope so. I hope you enjoyed your breakfast here. And uh, uh, we are uh, glad to see the two Belmont coaches in here. Yeah, I, I, I'm worried you forgot Joe Laughlin. Joe Laughlin was. <laughs> yeah, Joe Laughlin, uh, who was. You missed him on defense last night for sure. He's probably one of your leading tacklers. And uh, he's been flying around the, the field. And uh, I know that uh, you will dearly. You dearly missed him last night, but uh, you look forward to having him first game of sectional. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Just been doing a really good job. Defensively and offensively, and being a leader out on that field, um, can't wait to get him back. All right, well, that's been Coach Daniel Meyer of the Belmont Braves, and uh, we're going to come back with uh, Coach Grant Mosier of the uh, South Adams Starfires right after these messages. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you'll always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251. East Water Street in Burn. Forget the busy times and start thinking about leisure times. Adams Woodcrest is about enjoying retirement. With no maintenance waiting at home, you're free to do the things you've dreamed of for years. It's time to start living again. It's easy to call Adams Woodcrest your new home. For visits and tours of Adams Woodcrest Retirement Community, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, please call 260-728-3989. Woodcrest, member Adams Health Network. Exceptional care, close to you. As a local auto owner's independent agency, we are dedicated to assisting you in your time of need. We live and work right in your community, and we're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Fortunately, emergencies don't happen every day, but when they do, we're here to personally see you through for life, home, car, and business insurance. Call us, your local independent auto owner's agent, today. See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Grayburn Insurance, Highway 27 North in Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items, a Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers, and we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Welcome back to the uh, Leaky <coughs> Brothers Plumbing Heating Adams County High School Coaches Show. 
hosted by Amphemora Hospital with breakfast served here at West End Restaurant. Uh, Mind's Eye Graphic is a title sponsor along with Woodcrest, uh, Adams Woodcrest, and Graber Insurance. And now I'm joined by the uh, South Adams Starfire head coach, Grant Mosier. And Grant, I got a text from your uh, wife this morning, and she oh, said boy. that last night that was the best coach game all season long. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. I'll say this. I told her. Um, I told her last night, I said, I can't wait to be retired on Friday night and sit out, out on the patio with a fire and, and watch South Adams football or Did, watch high school football. I watched, I ended up watching the Norwell uh, Columbia City game, but I was back and forth watching AC Woodland and uh, Bluffton Lakeland. It was fun to just sit back and just relax on a Friday night and watch some other games. Hey, did your kids ask, Mom, who's this guy that's sitting down here? <laughs> yeah, my, my daughters were confused who, who I was, I think, on a Friday night. It was confusing for them. But we had, it was nice. I had my, my brothers and some other coaches went and watched Monroe Central. Um, I had some, some players go to Southwood and scout Southwood, but I sat right home with my daughters and and I got to hang out. It was pretty cool because they're they're leaving this morning actually, and about a, they're probably in the car right now going to Disney for the week fall really? break without me leaving me at home. <laughs> so that's great, great news too. Yeah, they well, go, they go to Disney and I, and I sit at home. I can guarantee you they'll have fun. <laughs> yes, and I'll be I'll be we'll be teaching and coaching. So teaching coaches. Yes. Yeah, they're going down with with uh, their grandma Beth and and Alyssa, my wife, and Harper and Olivia going down to Disney World for the week. For fall break, well, I'm well, I'm sitting at home, so I, I might get a little more sleep than normal, but still, yeah, I'll be I'll be pretty jealous of of them hanging out with Mickey Mouse all week while I'm while I'm still watching film. Well, it's it's whether they're Mickey Mouse down there or if they're home with Goofy. Yeah, so. one or the other. Yeah, they love it. they love it. My five year old has been there once. She absolutely loves it. It's fun. It's a fun place. We haven't been to Disney World. So no, we we talked last Saturday before the game before the. Uh, Actually, before the week started, and you you said you were going to try and get a game, but you weren't going to try real hard. Yeah. When did you kind of give up on it and say, "Yeah, this is going to be an off week for us"? That's, that's a good question. We so we tried pretty hard last weekend. Now we wanted the right game, right? We didn't want a team that we were going to steamroll necessarily, uh, and we we didn't want a five or six a school that was going to beat us up physically because we were already a little bit beat up. Um, so we got to about Tuesday. I didn't practice uh, James Arnold, Christian Somerset, or Nick Miller at all Monday or Tuesday. Uh, they, both, they all three have a little bit just bum ankles, which they, they would all they all would have played. Yeah, but just chance to rest him. Next Tuesday, and say, hey, let's just let's well, just. Well, uh, you're running yeah. on a tape to fix yeah. Nick Miller's yeah. neck yeah. ankle. He's got big ankles, but yeah, <laughs> we. So we got to Tuesday night and said, okay, we're just gonna not take any more games here. No matter, we're not even talk to anybody anymore about games. Um, I think we got an email from Gary Westside or something wanting to play. We said, no, at this point, we're just not going to. So I gave him. It was nice. <coughs> gave, gave him Wednesday off. Uh, came back, did our normal pregame Thursday night just to, to get him going, and then gave him yesterday, last night off as well. And then we're going to do some weights and conditioning this morning and go back to a regular week next week. But it was a good week for us just to refresh, rejuvenate. Um, we want to make a run here in the postseason, so it's good to, in kind of this uh, point just to give the guys a little rest. So uh, what did uh, some of those guys see when they went out and scouted the, the teams that you sent them to last night? So Monroe Central's good. They are. If we, if we get past Union City – um, I've watched a lot, of, a lot of Union City film this week. Obviously, since we didn't have a game this week, I've been watching Union City all, all week. But Monroe Central beat Shenandoah last night, a good Shenandoah team, 28-7. to They beat Eastern Hancock last week. They, are, they only have one loss this season is to us, um, and they had, a couple, they had a couple players out that game. So they are, they are a very formidable opponent, again, very well coached. They are very junior heavy, um, only, I think, four or five seniors on that team. But they are a scary team, especially in the future. So that's a team, if we get through Union City, which hopefully we do, that will have our hands full week too. And uh, that's one of those teams that uh, you played it early in the season, and uh, they actually scored it before you did. You yeah. had to come behind in that, in that quarter. And then once you uh, kind of got over the hump and uh, uh, got James Arnold in that passing game rolling, I mean, you kind of kind of steamrolled him a little bit. But it, like you say, that's not an easy game to repeat. 
Yeah, and they're 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 uh, we've been we've been four straight times in all four of those games. We've had to work <clears> and work to do that. Uh, last year, and it's, and it's a tough place to play up there. We have to go down to Monroe Central week two. Again, I don't want to I don't want to jump over Union City, but they 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 have, they have a, they've had a rough year. They have three wins, but they only have 15 kids on their roster right now. They're addressing, so we're hoping they stayed healthy last night to give us a chance to play. Um, and it was nice Union City. Not to avoid your question, but Union City they run they run the similar offense to uh, what we do. They run the eye a little bit and some spread. Um, so I've been, I've been playing scout team quarterback at U City. So I've, you had to get that I, so in. There. I had to. I had to say that. So they've got they haven't really gotten a good look yet our defense <laughs> at all. But uh, if we can get through U City, yeah, Monroe Central they are they are really tough. And going down there last year, they took they took the ball. I remember this pretty vividly. They took the ball at the start of the game and had an 11 minute drive down the field before we even got our offense on the field. So they're very methodical, like I said, very well coached. They have a good quarterback, some good skill kids, and they always have some big linemen. We have trouble running the ball against that, them a lot of times, so we're going to have to uh, work it out for us in our sectional. So uh, each of the coaches uh, we've brought in today, since this is our last game of the – our last coaches show of this season. You're still going to feed me on Saturdays? What am I going to do? Well, we'll have to meet someplace. I mean, yeah. maybe closer to Burns so you don't get lost. There we go. <laughs> I made it the last couple of weeks here on time. <laughs> but uh, I know that uh, you heard me uh, asking – uh, Nick Hall about his seniors, and you instantly start building your list. It's like, man, I don't want to forget anybody. And, and Nick apologized to everybody. Uh, he had one of his coaches, uh, same thing, uh, Joe Laughlin, uh, one of the uh, anchors for his team, was, uh, uh, was not missed, not forgotten. But uh, if you have your list, I'll, I got my I'll, list. I'll yeah, double check here as you run down. I've got your, uh, your roster here. That's so. good. I, got, I even have them in numerical order here, I think. <laughs> but we, what a special class. And this is a class that we've talked about just talent-wise now for a long time around our community in South Adams and the talent they have and, and the kind of kids that they are as well. Um, but we'll start with uh, Timmy Davison, the kid that is so fun to watch, so fun to coach, so fun to be around. I have him in class two periods. Um, he, he's like we talked about him earlier this year, some, but he's, he was a three-year starter at quarterback on our JV, and I think with him at JV the last three years, we had maybe two losses, and that's just with a lot of him just him rushing for 200-yard <coughs> games at quarterback, and now he's a two-year two, a two-way starter on, on the offensive defensive line, and and I think he's one of those kids that his his body type changed and he went yeah. from I mean you changed his number 69 numbers he yeah went from one number to one to 70 he's on the Mojo diet that's what he got on I got him on my diet so he went from quarterback to offensive line, but he's been fantastic for us both two-way player um, been huge for us when we got some lost some linemen earlier this year to injury, um, and then been great on defense as well. I think he's the top three right now in tackles, but again, a fun kid to be around. Braden Bixler, a three-year starter, wide receiver, two-year starter at cornerback again, just a great kid. Um, comes from a great family, a kid that's, that's uh, fun, a um, kid that's very bright, very smart, and probably the, this would be arguably probably the, maybe the fastest kid on our team as well. Is there any Bixlers in Burn? Not many. Okay. <laughs> Not many. If you know Scott Bixler, his, his father was a great running back and. I'm not even sure, probably the late 80s, I want to say. I want to, I want to offend him, but I'm not sure. If, I think it was the late 80s. He was a great running back for South Adams. Early 90s, Early maybe. Early 90s, maybe, there yeah. There you go. Um, Drew Stutzman, another three-year starter at wide receiver for us, has been incredible, uh, holds some records for us as far as uh, some receiving goes. Um, probably one of our, maybe our maybe our uh, most athletic receiver. Uh, great hands. He's going to St. Francis next year on a scholarship to play wide receiver for, at St. Francis. So it'll be fun to go watch. Uh, James Arnold, a four-year starter at quarterback. We've talked about him probably every single Saturday we've been here. Uh, has a, just is closing on 8,000 career passing yards for South Adams, and the second the second most career passing in South Adams, I think, is about 3,000. So he's passed that by 5,000. He's closing in on the tw- he's closing on the top 25 in Indian history uh, career passing yards. And again, more than just that, a great kid. Uh, I don't know anyone who studies more film than James. 
Um, he has the guys out there on Sunday nights working uh, year uh, all, all summer and all fall, uh, and then he has a he's number one in the class as well. So and, and it's yeah. one of those it's one of those things where uh, you can be a great quarterback, but if nobody catches the ball, you don't have any passing yeah. yards. And you've got you've got receivers. I mean, you, you got a raft of receivers that are sitting on a bench that you can bring out and. Uh, Basically, James can just throw it up, and those guys run yeah. underneath, and, and uh, he they've made catches that would have been incompletes on most nights. You're absolutely right. J- James is incredible, but it helps that he has, like we talked about, it. we have a 2,000-yard rusher. We have uh, three guys who are 1,500-yard-plus receivers in their career. Um, so having those skill guys in the offensive line have made him that much better, too. But we just have the right guys uh, at the right time right now. And right, right on that same note, Nick Miller, um, a four-year starter on both sides of the ball, has played every single game um, of, his, of his career in the last four years. It's pretty cool to say on both sides of the ball. He's our all-time career leader in receiving, all-time career leader in sacks, all-time career leader in tackles for loss. Uh, and, again, just a fun kid. He's a, he's a D1 kid that you can that you can uh, um, still get on pretty hard, and he'll, uh, he'll respond to the coaching pretty well. And he's a fun kid. Uh, Alex Gorney is a, a three-year starter at cornerback for us now. I go through, through these guys, and you hear three-year starter, four-year starter, three-year starter. Um, they've been around for a long time, but Alex Gorney, a, a shutdown corner for being a – he's only about 130, 140 pounds, and he he does he has two picks this year already. Um, just a, a good hard-nosed tackler, um, a good returner as well. But South Adams fans remember back when those guys were freshmen. Oh, yeah. You, you guys were getting beat up. I mean, yeah. you were trying to build that team, yep. and – and the, you had to part a lot of freshmen on the in the line, and guess what? Those guys are seniors now, mm-hmm. four years later, and they're the studs that are holding this team together. And, and you're absolutely right. That, you can't you can't simulate uh, actual experience for Friday night varsity. That the game speed is so much different than JV. Uh, the crowd and the atmosphere is so much different. So having uh, from the senior class, five of them played as freshmen, eight of them played as sophomores. I'm not talking about played. I'm talking about they started. Um, so having that experience all now, all come together, has been um, just a long time. Uh, now it's coming to fruition. You see uh, us being successful with, with these guys. Um, and the next, Christian Somerset, a, a three-year start at running back. He's closing in now. He's fourth all-time in our career rushing um, behind Berkey and uh, Jason Sorg, or Je- Jeff Sorg. I, miss, I think Jeff was, was running back. Yep. Jason was the quarterback. Behind Jeff Sorg, Berkey, and uh, Geno Fisher. So he's closing on some of those guys, career rushing. His, he's had a uh, great three years. He's probably maybe the toughest kid on our team, pound for pound. Uh, Hard-nosed, great runner, loves, like I said, he runs the ball and tries to find Matt Somerset every time in practice, his little brother. <laughs> but he loves contact. And he's one of those kids that uh, yeah. when, when wrestling sees rolls around, you oh, take yeah. the pads off him, it's like, that kid's a stud. Yes, he, he's a. When you when you look at him, you can tell he's got some. Bi- he rips our game pants every week. I swear he does that. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, Coach, my legs are too big. Like, get a bigger pair of pants. Remember Robert Newhouse played for the, for <laughs> yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah. He, it was Newhouse thighs. I think his I think his waist and his thighs were the same. I mean, he's like a twenty six inch waist and twenty six inch thighs. So yeah, he's he's a, he's he's been huge for us the last three years. He filled in for Nick Stuber went down hit Christian's sophomore year. And I remember the first game we put him at tailback against Heritage. He had uh, 200 yards rushing in the second half. And we came back and <laughs> came back, back and won. Back. Yeah, came back and won that. Well, the locker, the locker damage that game was rough too. But then last year again, Nick went down again. Christian stepped up big, so he's had a great career for us. And we want to keep that going. Um, Caden Flickinger is a is a guy who's a scout team guy, but has been playing more and more D line for us. He has been he, he's a a real success story. He, in eighth grade, he uh, he was a he was rough. I'm just going to be honest. He was rough. He uh, he couldn't stay in class very well. They kick him out of class about every single day. I have to go down and meet with him. He spent a lot of time in the office, and he has he has uh, came a long, long way from there. Where he is uh, respectful now. Um, he, he's, he's got his grades up. 
uh, he he he, has, he had trouble earlier um, with F's and stuff earlier in his career, but now he's um, doing a great job there, and he's going to graduate. and And he's been huge for us on the football field as well, as far as making us better um, every day on both sides of the Pond Scout team. Yeah, that's a maturity thing. That uh, I mean, some kids don't get to the over the top and make it. Some kids just don't succeed. But it's nice to see success stories yep. when those kids mature into somebody that's going to be a a fruitful member of your community. Yeah, exactly. And we have we have a lot of those coming through our program in the last couple of years. You talk about some of those guys. Um, Dom Khan, another one who I didn't know who he was until he showed up summer weights uh, freshman year. I met him for the first time, and I said, you playing football? He said, I think so. And we, we brought him out. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, so we, we we had summer. We put him at tight end, and I, we could not, I could not get him to, to sprint a route. It looked like he was in slow motion and jogging. We were just kind of like, oh, I don't know if we'll ever get anything out of him as far as football goes. But he has blossomed into a stud middle linebacker for us, which I never would have guessed looking at him freshman year as he's jogging through tight end routes. But he's he's uh, one of the anchors of our defense now. Um, played some linebacker last year for us, but now he's our, he's our calling our defense, our Mike linebacker, and, and he's also playing offensive line now. Um, so he's came a long way. Jacob Platner moved in from Texas. He's a three-year starter now on our on our defense. Um, he he uh, he's, he would be I would, I would I would compare him to James Arnold as on the defensive side, a guy that puts so much time into film study, knows everything the other team's going to do before they do it, uh, getting guys lined up the right place, and then just plays downhill so hard, um, so quick to the ball. Uh, we're, we're really glad we have him here. Austin Gorney, um, he's a, a four-year starter on defense. One of those other kids that's played four years now can bench 450 pounds. Um, he's an, he's an absolute almost as animal. much as you. I was getting ready to say I don't weigh that yet. Oh oh, oh well, I can bench you. Mean okay, I thought <laughs> yeah, you meant bench pressing me. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had a <laughs> to tell all stories. I had a bench press. Uh, Mav, I was with the JV guys in the weight room on Monday, and they were trying to bench. I think it was one thirty-five. Many reps as they could do, so I had to show them up. And I did. In the next three days, I was in so much pain. I think I, I swear I tore my rotator cuff. <laughs> just, I'm not, that's why I don't lift weights anymore. Wait till you get old like me. I am old. And I'm officially old. Just, just getting out of bed in the morning is a challenge. And if you get out of bed and you succeed to go to work, I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a, that's a victory. No, it's, yeah, so I, was, I felt great for 10 minutes, and the next three days it was not worth that. <laughs> um, Austin Gorin's going to be a dad. Uh, he's engaged. Um, he's actually on his baby showers tonight. Um, so it's kind of cool to see him growing up, uh, and some of that stuff. He'll be, he'll be a fantastic father, um, hardworking kid. Uh, Carter Lewis, a three-year starter. He's he tore his uh, or he had he bruised his kneecap, so he's been out since Monroe Central. We are very happy that we're bringing him back here in either this week or, or next week. Um, he's he's one of our best offensive linemen. Very good in the pass game. Knows very smart kid. Knows the run game well too. Braden Gilbert, another kid who's uh, played two years now. He, I was I was uh, upset because we lost Braden as a freshman. Um, he's really good in middle school and went to went to tennis as a freshman. Um, very happy to get him back as a sophomore, and he's been absolutely huge for us this year as a leader. Um, great player, but even even a better person. Uh, smart kid with a great heart. Um, so he's been he's been absolutely huge for us. Uh, you know, the last couple of years, Big Hearn. You can't say enough about Big Hearn, man. You talk about just. You can't, you, you say Big Hearn to anyone, and, and you instantly get a smile. Just when you talk about Big Hearn, uh, four years starting the offensive line, so much fun to be around. Uh, he's this is so many. We have so many stories about him, but he started this year watching Peyton Manning. So he'll be on the offensive line during the game and just start yelling Omaha, which means absolutely nothing. <laughs> it means nothing at all. But on the sideline, you just hear Omaha from our offensive guard. <laughs> 
and it means he's just so much fun. <laughs> and he's he's even willing to go get your popcorn during he does. During, That's during the best the, thing. Yep. During <laughs> the middle of the game, <laughs> second quarter bathroom breaks. Big hurry. <laughs> Uh, Brett Schwartz, another kid you can't say enough good things about, a uh, scout team player, One, wants to play probably more than he gets to, um, but this is this is the best thing about him is he switched from his position, he was a wide receiver this year, and defensive back, we moved him to offensive guard and, and defensive end, just mostly for scout team purposes to get us better looks, and he's been absolutely huge for us, giving us good looks on both sides of the ball for scout team, uh, and another great kid with a great family and, and a great person, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Blake Gilbert, who does our stats. Um, he's been huge for us, does all our tackles on Saturday and, and messages me the stats for that. So he's been huge with the time he's put in. Another great kid uh, with a good family, too, and uh, much cooler than his brother, Braden. <laughs> I think Blake listens sometimes. So if he's listening today, I don't know. He's like, I got a shout-out from the coach. <laughs> but uh, um, we know, I mean, we, we talked with uh, Nick Hall about uh, him trying to build his uh, coaching staff up with guys around him, and, and you've done the same thing. I mean, the the young guys that you have in your staff are the guys that you played with, the guys that are still uh, they're still South Adams guys. And uh, I, I think that's that uh, unity and that camaraderie that builds that, that uh, coaching environment up that helps turn these kids from high school football players into men. Yeah, and I, and I mentioned that last week, and it is absolutely true that I, I really have the right people around me to make me look so much better than I actually am I, I really do I'm talking not more than just football in, in every aspect I have mentors around me uh, guys on my staff who are older than me that can help me through things um, give me advice uh, I went through them last week but I'll do it again quick uh, on the offensive side you have Craig McCain who's uh, so much experience coaching now um, great role model for me um, mentor for me Jeff Lehman who's, who's a, a role model for me a, a good friend coaching our offensive line uh, does a good job um our defense coach Steiner now, uh, again, uh, go to it for advice. He was—I remember watching him as a middle school kid. How good he was on the football field. Uh, both my brothers. It's great to have my brothers coaching with me. It's cool to have family and guys who are super loyal. No matter, usually, they're going to tell me the truth, what they actually think. But Weston said that <laughs> Heath can't come back. He cannot come back because he—he he took four. Of the, he took four of the meals that we were only not allowed to have. <laughs> no, but it's cool having those guys around. And T Money does a good job with our defense. Cal Clouser, Andrew Dysinger, Lock Tang, Toby Sprunger. Um, Jesse O'Dell, we used to have an absolutely incredible staff. Uh, great administrative support. Michelle Clauser, Penrod Clauser, done an incredible job with uh, with COVID so far and with with our guys. She met with me yesterday about some COVID protocols and helping our guys. We're going to have our guys eat lunch with me uh, from here on out starting Monday. We have all our players uh, separated in classrooms for the most part so that any, if anything happened to a stu- another student at South Adams, hopefully there wouldn't be any contact tracing with any of our, our varsity <coughs> players right now. Uh, Jason Arnold's been great, supportive. Uh, Cor, uh, Cor Rupley, our new uh, Rink, uh, Runkle, our new uh, principal, has been incredibly supportive. So, again, I, I, I'm just so blessed to be in the right place with incredible administration, incredible family support, uh, great coaches, and incredible seniors, and a great team. I know that uh, I had heard uh, on the volleyball side of the the, the sports that uh, Bishop Dwinger has a really good girls volleyball team this yeah. year, and they quarant- they self quarantined. They took their team. And they separated from everybody yep. else, and it's like, okay, this team is going to uh, stay away from it. <laughs> and we we saw another team drop out this morning yeah. that uh, Wabash has uh, dropped out of the the, the sectional tournament. So I'm Central advances with a with a uh, win into the uh, finals tonight. But uh, oh, I saw a, a soccer thing the other day. I think one of the Hammond schools yep. is not going to play regional, right? Yeah, it's a regional. Oh, it's a regional. So it's regional champion, uh, regional semifinal. But uh, uh, this has been such a crazy year. I mean, I. 
I'd like to say we're through it, knock woods. We're, we're yeah. not. We're not through it. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, we've we've come a long way, and uh, I we've seen professional sports start to come back up a little bit. Um, I think due to the uh, the hard work of everybody in the high school sports to help things get through, um, we just didn't throw a blanket over a thing and shut it down like we did in the spring and we're actually letting yes. fall sports get underway amen that's that was something again this summer was so stressful wonder if they didn't give us a chance to play or not i'm so thankful they did give us a chance and it's a miracle i think that we're as far as we are but we're going to keep hopefully plugging away like i said we have all of our juniors and senior football players right now in their classrooms <coughs> they're on the outside of the rooms uh, six feet away from other students they have lunch with me now we try to keep them away from as many people as we can for contact tracing we are just blessed every day to uh, have a chance to play football to practice, and, and we're hoping that we get through this tournament. Are they all in a Mosier diet if they eat with you? They, uh, just Timmy. <laughs> just Timmy. Just Timmy. <laughs> I need to probably take some of their diets up to what I need to do. <laughs> Although Nick Miller eats every day for lunch. He still eats, I think, two bags of chips. That's what he eats for lunch most days. I'm like, how, how do you look like this? That's what you eat for lunch every day. I, I tell you, you uh, you've got some some big kids in your team. But I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna mention again the the kid this uh, Christopher Hood that played for East Noble last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had him on a program at 320, 6'8", and a friend of mine that I work with from Kenneville sent me a thing and said, yeah, that's uh, Brad Miller's nephew. Really? Yeah, so that's that's why he's, he that has that size. Sense, yeah. <laughs> so, that makes some sense. Jeez, um. So, um, I mean, I don't know what they're feeding these kids these days yeah. that grow up so big, but, I mean, I, I go down on a field interview before a game, and I, I try and get off there quickly before one of those kids hurts me. <laughs> Just accidentally steps on me or something. Well, this will be this one might be one of the, the we won't we come down next year for pregame interviews. You won't see some of the size on our team that you see right now because we we uh, graduate obviously fifteen great guys here and a lot of the guys have a lot of size with with Hearn and Gilbert and Gorney on their size, just yeah. on their weight, not just their height. That's all. I'm the same <laughs> yeah, weight. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm heavier in <laughs> weight. I got, we got I got a picture with the seniors on Friday after we got we got the trophy for the White ACC angle title. Yeah, right. White angle ends. But but I'm standing. I think between I look at the picture. I'm standing between James and Miller, and I look so. Sh- I'm six foot guy. I'm six foot, which is pretty normal. I feel like, and I look so short. I'm like almost embarrassingly short. <laughs> I never ever thought I was short, but then I get by some of these guys and make me feel short. So I don't know, but no, we have a again. It's just a really, really special class in in all aspects, even more than talent. They're so much fun to coach. They work their butts off. They're fun to be around, and they're full of uh, great guys. And you talk about your coaching staff and uh, each game that we uh, cover at South Adams. I look down and I see your secondary coaching staff, which is the group of coaches' wives that are right there together, <laughs> all together. And uh, like we talked last week, uh, your wife uh, does not pull punches and send you texts and tell you <laughs> what called what play to call and oh you uh, call yeah. the wrong play yeah, and yeah. so um you know those coaches wives that know probably as much as some of the coaches do <laughs> oh, absolutely but uh so i actually have her we, we have an analytics program that uh jesse odell runs for us which tells us on certain downs the math to go for it or punt or whatever and he was gone one game so i actually had she actually ran it for me and so it's kind of cool she actually was almost i mean uh, she was an essentially, essentially assistant coach of that game where she was standing up by my brother on the headset and running the analytics for us. So she is very bright. Um, in most aspects, she married me, so not totally bright. But <laughs> for most points, she's pretty smart and uh, very blessed to have her supporting this whole endeavor. People ask me about that. My wife and I told, me, I told her I was rich, and then yeah. she found out later that I wasn't. And it was, it was too hard to get rid of me after then. But, uh, you know, 38 years later, <laughs> 38 years later, um, she's, we're still together. But uh, Hey, true, true story. My wife and I had kindergarten together, and the first day of kindergarten, I looked at her and I was like, she's cute. <laughs> Uh, this true story. And I'm, 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 I'm going to marry her, and so I tricked her into it in kindergarten. So she didn't, didn't know any better at five years old. You didn't start dating in kindergarten, right? You, I, I think I tried. She wouldn't let me, but yeah, I was trying. 
Well, I tell you what, uh, I do really enjoy these uh, coaches' uh, breakfasts in the morning, and uh, this is our last one for the season. And uh, we uh, we hope that uh, the uh, postseason does advance uh, successfully. I know that uh, right now you're ranked up there very high. It doesn't mean anything. You still have to win your games, but. Uh, uh, we do appreciate you coming in, and I, I know that uh, the coaches all do enjoy the breakfast here at West End, and we really like to give a shout-out to all the ladies that help take care of us here at the Wind at West End each Saturday morning, and they've been a, a great um, <clears throat> host for our breakfast here, and, uh, and we'd like to thank all of our sponsors. But, uh, Grant, uh, uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for uh, talking about all your seniors, and uh, thanks for uh, giving me all the uh, inputs you do and uh, a lot of instant messages throughout the yeah, week. and. Uh, uh, emails occasionally about some other stuff, but uh, usually jokes. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- well, thanks for all you guys do. I mean, it, it is such a blessing to have uh, in a small community the coverage we do from you guys and some other 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 places. But every Saturday morning, I know p- people talk to me about listening to the show. Every Friday night, you guys uh, you guys doing this? You've done an incredible job your first year. Um, so again, just thanks to all you guys do supporting. The, well, these actually, kids. this is my second year. Second year, I guess. Wow, is it really? That's crazy. It is. Holy yeah. cow. It's my 16th, that is crazy, it it's, is. It's my Man. 16th year in the season, but my second year of the coaches That's show. That's right, but, wow. Uh, but uh, also, just a reminder, everybody, if you go to the WZBD podcast page, yes. these, uh, Dave doesn't have them all up there, but I think the first five or six are on there. So if mm-hmm. you'll go back and listen to podcasts and, and hear all the uh, the witty remarks from uh, Mr. Grant <laughs> Mosier every Saturday morning, uh, you're there. Oh, they, they're, they're available. So once again, thanks for coming in, Grant. We wish you luck for next week. Thank you. That's been Coach Grant Mosier of the Southampton Starfire, and we'll take one short, quick break, and we'll be back with uh, our final wrap right after this. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top-brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Hi, this is Kent at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Groundbreaking service from Adams Memorial Hospital and its doctors is here. Anyone wishing to receive medical attention from the convenience of their own home can now use telemedicine. Adams Medical Group allows you to use telehealth visits to speak directly to your provider from your computer or smartphone. Telehealth visits typically take 10 to 15 minutes and include a diagnosis and, if needed, prescriptions. Call your doctor's office for more information. Since 1980, we have been your screen printing professionals. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 Commerce Drive in Decatur. We take great pride in our screen printing and embroidery accomplishments. If you need from a few to a few hundred garments decorated, we can do it. Schools, organizations, business apparel, and more. Your design or custom design. If you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See Mark, Toby, or me, Barb, at Graber Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Welcome back to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, hosted by the Adams Memorial Hospital. 
with breakfast served here at the West End Restaurant. Other sponsors are Mind's Eye Graphics, Adams Woodcrest, and Graber Insurance. And we thank those sponsors for their uh, support for our past nine weeks. And this is the final uh, coaches show of the season. Last night in area games, um, we covered the East Noble victory over Belmont 42 nothing. Norwell come from behind and beat Columbia City 45-34. Leo defeated um, DeKalb 38 to nothing in the NEA. New Haven 41-7 over Huntington North. Adam Central defeated Woodland 41-6. Bluffton defeated Lakeland 35-6. And uh, as always, I'd like to thank Steve Gagle for running the board for me on Saturday morning. Stay tuned and listen to... Uh, more of his uh, oldies that he likes to play on Saturday morning. And then stay tuned as uh, I pack up the uh, radio equipment. We head to Delta High School to take on, uh, have a uh, volleyball match between the number one ranked and number two ranked girls, three class A volleyball schools in the state as Belmont takes on uh, the Muncie Burris Owls. And then later on in the evening, we will go to Bluffton High School and take have the uh, game we'll carry between Adams Central and either uh, the Lady Starfires of South Adams or Whitco, whoever advances out of that other um, bracket, and we would like to see it be South Adams. So we have an Adams County matchup in the finals. And uh, once again, I'd like to thank everybody for uh, tuning in and listening to the show. Uh, get out there and uh, support those sponsors that uh, let you listen to sports on a radio, and uh, we appreciate WZBD uh, allowing us to do this and uh, each week. So once again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for everybody to help support this show along with the coaches and uh um, Steve Gagel running aboard, and uh, we will talk to you here at about uh, twelve fifteen or so as we take volleyball on the air, uh, along with Colts football on Sunday afternoon. So, signing out. Talk to you later. <laughs>